Are you ready for change, but not sure which direction to go or how to get there? I feel you, I've been there before. Whether you're trying to change your body, your career, or your relationships, it all starts with believing that you are worthy and your life has a purpose worth pursuing. So if you want support in up-leveling your mindset and taking action on your life, I would love to support you. Apply for my one-on-one coaching program by clicking the link on my Instagram bio or going to my website at JanelleLene.com. I cannot wait to talk to you. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Next Level Confident. Today's guest is the founder of Loom, which is a luxury functional food brand. And I've had the pleasure of meeting in person, Travis Pied. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Janelle. It's, uh, I really appreciate you having me on the show. Love your podcast. Um, we've known each other for a bit of time now, so it's, it's great to kind of see where we, where we started and when we originally met and, you know, fast forward two years later, now we're, we're doing a podcast together. So it's, it's, it's really great. So cool. Yeah. It's been fun to watch your company grow. And, um, yeah, we, we met via Instagram actually, and, we got together, got coffee like two years ago when we first, um, like you messaged me about my business, um, and you were launching your business and we got coffee and like, I just, I was like, dang, this guy is on fire. Like he is going places. He is hungry for learning. Like you had just graduated college. So what were you 22 or 23 or something like that? Or yeah, at the time I think I was, I was 22. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, dang, okay, this guy's going places. Like I want to be a part of whatever he's doing. Cause when you meet a passionate person who's just on fire for what they do in life, it's contagious. And that's definitely, um, something I always appreciated about you, Travis. No, thank you. And, and you as well, Janelle, and kind of to, to bounce off that, I think it's the coolest thing to when you're meeting people that are going through the same process that you're going through especially in that same time period, like you said, like we were both trying to, to launch our own businesses. So it's like going through all those emotions and, and just kind of trial and error and being able to, to talk about that and, and bounce off each other. It yeah. really, really helps. And I feel like that's, it's just a foundation for a, for a great relationship. So, so much trial and error. If anyone's listening and you're um, not yet, a, not yet an entrepreneur, but you are considering starting a business just know trial and error is a huge, 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 huge part of launching a company. And there's like no perfect, easy, simple route that uh, at least from my experience. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone's experienced it. Right. I think so too. Yeah. So Travis, um, tell us what inspired you to start your product to begin with. Like what is the brainchild behind this all? Yeah, definitely. So kind of backtracking. So I came from a small town in New Jersey. Um, my whole family is, is still back there in New Jersey and New York and growing up as a kid, my mom really suffered from migraines. Um, they weren't just the kind of migraines that, you know, they pop up once in a while. Um, she was getting them consistently pretty much every single day. Um, like I would come home, my sister and I would come home from school and she would just be in excruciating pain, um, on the couch and, and in bed someday she couldn't go to work. And, so throughout a lot of my childhood, it was, it was seeing her trying to, to cure that ailment. And she spent thousands and, and thousands of, do- of dollars on traditional Western medicine practices, went to so many different doctors, um, and just honestly did not have luck. And it took a lot of time before a switch went off and she completely made the change to a more kind of holistic, naturopathic um, lifestyle and dieting approach. And throughout that time, my whole family kind of hopped on board because my mom was really interested in in researching all these, you know, different supplements and herbs. And um, we kind of all hopped on the train and ended up having a ton of luck. Um, She started going for acupuncture. once again, completely, she was, she was eating extremely healthy, all organic, um, non-GMO, just really on top of everything. And um, at that point, I basically, and my sister as well, we, we became just obsessed with 
the, the foods we were putting into our body, I started researching different supplements from around the world and really became kind of fascinated with how, you know, mother earth and can really heal us and all the ingredients to, to heal us are, are here. They're not synthetic. Um, and I strongly believe that. And so fast forward about 10 years, 10 years later, um, I'm in college and I'm traveling and I'm busy with school and I'm trying to, to really find the time to incorporate all these, these micronutrients into my diet. Um, I'm sure you could kind of relate to that. It's, it could definitely be really time consuming to, to prep meals, um, whether that's with, with shakes and just cooking. And it's definitely a lot when you're, when you're living a busy lifestyle and you have a lot going on. Um, yeah. And especially when you're in college and you're like broke and you're just trying to like, you're like, I don't have money right. and I don't have time because I'm in classes all the time. And maybe you're working like a part-time job or something also. And so there's like every excuse in the book, especially in that time of your life of like why you should be eating a packet of ramen, you know? Yeah. Oh, exactly. Ramen, beans. like Yeah. Canned food. All the, <laughs> canned beans, all the, all the cheap stuff. Um, so I, I mean, I really, I started looking around and I, I mean, I would spend so much time in supermarkets, you know, looking for a bar or a type of snack that really had incorporated all those, those supplements that I was taking. Um, I mean, my, my shelves, it's funny. They were literally, the, the bottles were falling off. I mean, there, I had probably 40 to 50 different supplements. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, was just, I was just crazy about it. And um, so that was kind of frustrating in itself. I'm like, why doesn't, why isn't this more accessible um, in a food form to something that I could just eat, you know, have, have it become enjoyable. Not that I have to keep popping these, these pills every day. Yeah. Um, and so I'm in my college kitchen and I start making literally hundreds of batches of loom and started incorporating all those holistic teachings um, that I learned growing up and kind of merged that with a passion for lifestyle branding. Um, that was something that I really was fascinated with as well. When I was a kid, I, I would spend just hours and hours and in different stores and really trying to dissect brands. Um, it was always really interesting to me and to kind of see, you know, the tactics and, and things that they did to, to speak to, to people um, and to their customers. And I thought it was just a really cool concept. So I'm like, all right, how can I, how can I blend that, you know, that passion and everything I've learned from my mom and, and my family um, together with my, with my passion for branding to, to create Loom and really uh, take a unique twist on functional foods um, and to, to take that to the next level, both yeah. in terms of ingredients, benefits, and, and branding. I love that. And you guys, I wanted to say this at the beginning, but I think I missed it, so I'm going to say it right now. If you guys are listening and you're like, okay, this is all sounding really interesting, supplements, health products, getting good, nutritious food in my body, um, you definitely want to check out their Instagram. It's at eatloom.co, and you spell that eat, E-A-T, loom, the name of his product, L-U-M-E dot C-O. And you're going to learn a lot there, and you're going to see probably some supplements you maybe have never even heard of before. Like I definitely learned a lot via eating the products that Travis creates because I had never, it had never even occurred to me to have this type of food and supplements hand in hand. Like, yeah, it was just totally unique. I had never heard of it. And I was, it was honestly confusing at first. Cause I was like, what is even going on? But that's how, that's what it, I think that's how genius you are. And that's how, um, it just goes to show like what I love is that you can take anything you're passionate about and make it into a business. Like, I don't care if someone who's listening, if your passion is knitting, if your passion is building desks, if your passion is, you know, something with like building computers, it doesn't matter. No matter what it is that you're passionate about, there is a job that can be created from that. As long as you're willing to get creative and solve a problem that you see within society or within a market, which is totally what you did, Travis. You were like walking around the store. You're like, huh, why can't I find any food products that have 
supplements in them? Why do I have to like eat my food separately and then take pills separately, but they're never combined? Why can't I combine the idea of taking vitamins and pills and, and combine that with actual something that brings me substance that like fills up my stomach, right? Exactly. Cool. And, um, yeah. And I, I mean, that's, that's a whole nother topic in itself, but I love talking about really the, the ability to, to create anything out of anything, anything that you're interested in. It, like you were saying, whether that's knitting, it, it does not matter. I mean, and I think people sometimes could get um, caught up in that. It's like, oh, you know, well, my passion is, is like, I love dogs. How do I create a business? There are so many ways. There, there's so many ways. Um, so I definitely think that, you know, no matter what it is, how small or do you think it is? I mean, there's, there's many possibilities and always something that could be created from something that you're, you're really passionate about and into. So a hundred percent. Yeah. And I think that sometimes, um, the human ego, the human brain loves to think of a hundred reasons why we can't do something right. Like if you're like, I love dogs, but you're like, but I could never make money like that. Or like, there's nothing I could do that would, you know, make sense. Or I would have to be poor or I don't know. We think of a thousand reasons why we can't Mm -hmm. instead of thinking of a thousand reasons why you can and thinking of all the possibilities in the positive instead of the negative. Exactly. So all that being said, Travis, tell us a little bit about your products. I feel like we've been a little elusive, a little mysterious. People might be like, what is this product? What are we talking about? Tell us, tell us more. (laughs) Yes. The first two products that we have, um, the first is Loom Glow. So that's one of our flagship products. Um, They're vitamin infused granolas designed to improve hair, skin and nail health. Um, so it's one of the first food products on the market for hair and skin, which I think is really cool. Um, so cool. Yeah. And it's, you know, we want we wanted to take it a, a, a step further, not just with the ingredients, but the packaging, which you guys will be able to see, um, on Instagram and on the website. Um, we really wanted to, to brand it in a way that's more closely aligned with a wellness, um, or cosmetic type product. People, it's beautiful. Like, go look at that Instagram, eatloom.co, because it is, when you receive this granola in the mail, like I did recently, you feel like you're literally opening up, like, I don't know why this came to mind, but like a Victoria's Secret package. (laughs) (laughs) Not that that makes any sense at all, but it just feels that luxurious. It comes in the mail and it's just beautifully packaged and you're like, dang, this is a luxury experience. Just right. opening my package with like the beautiful tissue paper it's and like paper. <laughs> the matte black packaging. Like it's just all so cool. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, and so, yeah, it, it was, it was really like Janelle said, it was, it was trying to create that experience. Um, and to me, the, the details matter. So it's all the little things like the tissue paper, the custom boxes, the, the little product inserts. Like I really think it, it all ties together really nice. Um, so we have, we have Loom Glow, which is for hair and skin. Um, it has future functional ingredients like collagen, uh, biotin, pearl powder. Um, so a lot of ingredients that you typically won't see in a food or beverage product, which is pretty cool. Um, and then we have Loom Fit, which is actually the product that Janelle had tried um, when we first met a couple years ago. So it's really cool to kind of see how that, that progressed and how we kind of pivoted and, and reiterated it, but um, that's our herbal infused granola designed to naturally elevate metabolism and reduce appetite. Um, so similar to Glow, it has um, functional greens like oolong tea, yerba mate, ginger root, and cactus extract. Um, and obviously a lot of great tasting ingredients in there too. We have cacao nibs, um, flaxseed, whole grain, organic, gluten-free oats. Um, so we all kind of tie... You know, we tie a, a great tasting product with the, the functional benefits of those supplements, um, like the green teas and the, and the collagens, like I've mentioned. So, um, Can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. You know, you talked about your mom earlier on and how like she started to eat healthier. And, and I guess maybe I made the assumption, but you're saying that because she ate healthier, that like helped get rid of her migraines, right? Correct. And so are some of these products like 
some of the special things you've put in there, like yerba mate or um, what was the ca- cactus? What? The, so the, yeah, cactus extract. It's actually. Cactus extract. Yes. Yeah, like, is that stuff that your mom had been like consuming? Are those types of products that like would help someone even if they have like a migraine or, or things like yeah. that where they're having health issues? Yeah. So actually, so the product isn't designed to, to cure migraines. Um, ginger actually was one of those ingredients though. Um, it was, <laughs> it was actually pretty funny that you mentioned that. So my mom would, I mean, she would constantly be, be chewing on ginger, literally like the full ginger root. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. so great. Yeah. For, um, digestion, um, anti-inflammatory properties and just overall good health. I mean, ginger, there, if there's so many incredible benefits, um, so she would, she would just walk around and, and be chewing on this raw ginger. And so I kind of, I kind of fell into play with that. I mean, I would put it into, into my water, like I would have lemon water, put raw ginger in there. Um, and so that was actually that ingredient in particular definitely came from some inspiration from that, um, to help promote a healthy digestion while you're eating the product. That is so cool. I love that. Ginger people, get your ginger. Ginger, seriously. <laughs> get it. And get the get the real get the real deal. Just go to whatever supermarket. Don't get um if you get the real, you know, whole food, just ginger root, definitely check that out. It's, it's like gotta, in the veggie section, people. Yeah. <laughs> real bitter though. You're you're gonna make a face when you eat it. So just be be prepared. But it's worth it. It's worth it. It is. So cool. Well, um, Travis, how long have you been in business now? Um, so we officially launched on July 31st. Um, so a little under two months. So fresh out of the gates right now. And how um, many years did you prepare for that launch? It was close to two years with product development, um, branding, sourcing suppliers and manufacturers and a little bit of everything. So um, it's definitely, it was definitely a work in progress. So we've, we've come a long way. Yeah. And I think that's encouraging probably for anyone who's listening right now who may be is just starting a business or even just thinking about starting a business. I think it's so important for people to know it takes time. And I always say slow and steady wins the race. And Travis was working his butt off for two years um, and got it launched in two years. And so, you know, if you were working at a slower pace, it might even take three or four years and that's okay too, right? Like it's okay that it takes time because good things do take time and laying the foundational pieces, whether that be a business, a relationship, health and wellness and and treating your body with with self-care, all that stuff takes time to lay all the foundational pieces and then you can build on top of that sturdy foundation. It's, it it really is. And, and, I think it's important like that to, to not, not to rush into it. Um, and also, I mean, your, your chances of making mistakes just go up a lot more if you're, if you're just trying to rush and, you know, I gotta, I gotta have it now. I gotta make it now. And, and I think that's, it's, it's a very easy trap to fall into. Um, so having that kind of that like macro level patience, I mean, even just to launch your company, you know, like you said, it, it could, it could take time. So I just, it's easier said than done, but to try and not get discouraged, you know, if things aren't going exactly as planned. I mean, a perfect example, when I graduated college, I thought we were going to be up and running in like two months. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Two months. And I was like, Oh yeah, this will like, I got this. Like, like I could bang this out in a few weeks. And the more you learn, especially with an industry you're not really familiar with, um, you just kind of learn all the, you know, the, the implications that, that come along with that. It's like the packaging, the ingredients, sorry, how am I going to source those ingredients? Um, pricing, you know, I still need to, to have good margins. And, and so there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. Um, but it's like you said, it's worth it. Good things take time. So just got to be patient. Yeah. And I can totally relate to that too, of just thinking, you know, so often we can think, oh, I should be, you know, so much further along in my career or so much further along in life. And it's so easy to compare ourselves to other people that we see. Um, you know, you'll see, like for me, I'll see like a 23 year old who's like a millionaire or something already. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, how are they killing their business so much? And here I am like 
looking like a homeless person at home, <laughs> working on my computer by myself all day, trying to get yeah. stuff done and figure this business thing out. And um, yeah. so I think one thing that I, I love about our conversations, how they've always been, is just the fact that we keep it 100. We keep mm-hmm. it super real about the struggles and and you got to keep people around you to encourage you. So no matter what your struggle is, um, whether that's business, relationships, um, health, whatever, um, it's so important to surround yourself with other like-minded people who have been through it or are going through it and you guys can help encourage each other. That doesn't mean sitting around and like talking crap together and being like, but it's being like, I see you, I get you. And here's the thing. You've got this. Like, yeah, it's taking longer than you thought. Yeah. You thought you were going to launch in two months and it took two years, but that's okay. Like life is long. There's an abundance of time. Keep working hard. You're going to figure it out. Hi friends. I wanted to tell you about this new thing I just launched. It's called the Confidence Workshop. The Confidence Workshop is a women's only leadership training for the ladies of corporate America. And you guys, it's honestly going to revolutionize the workplace. What is the purpose of this workshop? You may be scratching your head, pondering deeply to yourself. (laughs) The Confidence Workshop is created to harness a unified company vision, build authentic relationships within the workplace, and give practical tools to support women in showing up powerfully every single day. Hand clap emojis. So if you know of a company or event that would be perfect for this workshop, please head on over to our website, janellenay.com, and submit your request today. Thanks, and I can't wait to hear from you. Exactly. So, and I, and oh, I, I think, yeah, no, I was going to say, I like what you said about, um, you know, in, in every area or aspect of your life, like you said, whether that, that's wellness, fitness, um, starting a business, relationships, like, I think it's amazing to, you know, to have some sort of network or, or a coach or a close friend that you could, that you could go to and that you could both kind of, you know, rely and, and thrive on each other for those specific areas of your life. And I think you'll really see certain areas just start to, to take off and to, and to flourish um, when you do that. A hundred percent. Yeah. Cool. So um, for listeners who are listening right now and maybe they've thought about starting a business or maybe like a side project or a side hustle, um, maybe they're working an eight to five job right now and they're just like, you know, I know this entrepreneur thing is so cool right now. I've always thought about it, but I have no idea where to get started. Um, what advice would you give them about finding that passion or finding an idea and what would be their first couple steps to getting started? Uh-huh. Um, I would say try as, as many new things as possible. Um, and I think kind of that idea of perfectionism comes into play because I mean, that happened to me as well. It's like, you know, first job out of college, it's like, you know, you want it to be like perfect fit and, and you know, the, the job that you've kind of like dreamed of. And I would, obviously if you could land that, that's awesome. Um, but I would just try and get your foot in the door as quick as you can. Um, try new things, you know, try different industries. Maybe you thought you like marketing, so you'll go into marketing, but a year, six months, a year into it, you'll realize, Hey, this, you know, this wasn't, really resonating with me. It's, it's not really what I had anticipated. Um, and then, you know, go into something else, maybe that's, or a different side of marketing. Maybe it's PR, maybe it's social. Um, maybe it's something completely different that you didn't even go to school for. Um, it's never too late. So I think trying, especially for, for people that are having trouble kind of finding their passion, um, that is, is definitely important. It's just try as many new things as you can. Um, and and I just want to add into that is yeah. that maybe it doesn't even look like changing your entire job. Maybe it looks like just trying something on the side. Like yeah. there's, there's like, you know, free internships. Like if you go even literally on Craigslist, you can find like, find like five to 10 hour a week, um, non-paid internships where someone's just looking for help with something. Maybe yeah. you have a nice camera and someone's like just looking for a little bit of help taking pictures of their products. Um, you could 
you can help them for free on the side for a few hours each week and see if you love it. If you yep. love it, great. Then you can start to get paid gigs. If you don't love it, not a problem. No harm, no foul, right? You, you yep. tried it. And so a lot of times it might look like trying something on your nights or on your weekends and starting to figure out what your passion is outside of work and then see where that takes you. Yeah. And I mean, it allows you to, you know, do it one step at a time. Um, that's actually something I was going to mention is um, getting a mentor and being able to, to shadow them almost like a little like apprentice type gig. Um, whatever area that's in, there are tons of people looking for help, especially free help. So I wouldn't be thrown off by like, oh, you know, I got I to gotta make money, which you, which you do. You have to pay the bills. Um, but like Janelle said, that's something you can do on your free time at nights on the weekends. Um, and they'll be more than happy. You, you, you'd be surprised at how many people are willing to help you, especially if you're young, um, you have even more of an edge. Um, and them, you know, seeing that, that hunger and that determination to just to learn, um, is really going to go a long way and can, can help you guys tremendously. So, totally. and even I'm just going to I'm just going to slightly disagree with you about age. I think age doesn't matter. So if you happen to be listening to this and you are 40 or 50 or even 60 years old and you want to try something new, if it's more about the hunger, like Travis just said, being hungry for learning. So it doesn't matter your age so much as it matters that you're hungry to learn and you're passionate. So like if you offer to help someone five hours a week with their business that they have or whatever, and you're doing it for free, someone's going to teach you the ropes. They're going to be like, wow, thank you so much for your time. Here, let me show you how to do this. Here, let me show you how to do this. You're going to learn on the job. And that doesn't, you don't have to be any age, like any specific age for that. You can be 15, you can be 60. 70. (laughs) Totally. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I totally agree. I don't think, I don't think there's any kind of age limit on that. I mean, you could, it really does not matter. How, how old you are. You could, like I said, you could be 70 years old and just come into, just come into your passion or, or find something you want to go to. And you could, you could go for it. You know, you, you could very well have another 20 years of, of life to, to make things happen. So. Love it. Yes. Um, so did you give a couple steps? I'm trying to remember what this Yeah. Steps so actually, so the first thing which I did um, when I was graduating in particular was reaching out to people on LinkedIn. Um, so whatever industry that you're trying to immerse yourself in or get into, I would 100%, um, just go on LinkedIn. If you want to get a premium account, it allows you to basically filter, um, certain individuals based on their location, their industry, where they went to school. Um, so that's also a a plus, um, if you went to school to, um, to add that filter because then, alumni, fellow alumni are, are pretty, um, they're pretty open to giving some information out. Um, but either way, it doesn't matter. Um, and I would connect with these, with these individuals, send them a message and, you know, Hey, came across, um, came across your page, really love what you're doing. Would love to learn more about your journey and kind of how you got started. And kind of what we talked about before, there's a lot of people are open to doing that. And I think that's an incredible first step just to get talking and familiarized with um, your niche that you're trying to, that you're trying to target. Um, And it just opens, it starts opening doors for you. And it's, it's like a snowball effect. So, you know, you might meet with one person and they might introduce you to another person in that industry and they'll introduce you to two or three more people. And you just keep kind of going down the line and fast forward, you know, a year, two or three years of doing this. And now you have this, this huge network, um, who are all targeted. I mean, it could be anything you want to learn and they'll really open a lot of doors for you, especially with just finding some side hustles. Um, you never know. These people are always looking for help too. So there's many different avenues that it could lead into. It's not just, Oh, I'm just going to meet with them and, and take notes. It's, um, you'd be surprised at how much could really happen from it. So I would say definitely LinkedIn reach out would be the first step. That's awesome. I love that. And I think that what needs to be emphasized here is the power of your network. 
You are the sum of the five people you hang around the most. And when you reach out to people, offer them value. Yeah. From what I've learned in different TED Talks that I've listened to, um, when you offer value, like saying, hey, I'd love to work for you five hours a week. I'd like to um, offer you some kind of help. Like a lot of business owners need help and they're not going to turn down free help. Whereas if you're like messaging them and saying, hey, um, I was wondering if I could buy you a cup of coffee and pick your brain. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but at the end of the day, most busy business owners, um, like they can buy their own $5 cup of coffee and like they've had probably 10 to 20 people that day alone offer to buy them coffee and pick their brain because they have a valuable brain. So in my experience, what's more helpful is actually to offer your assistance in some way um, or to even give help like right there. If you're like, hey, I noticed like one way you can improve your website, X, Y, Z. Or one thing I noticed that was a glitch was this. And you're trying to help them Mm. in a way that um, other people aren't helping them. They're trying to take from them. So offer value to the business owner when you reach out. So that way they're more likely to respond to your message. Yeah, hundred percent. You could also, um, something I used to do, include articles that are relevant to their, to their industry. Um, so any, yeah. So any, Anything that's on the up and coming that, you know, just hit breaking news that you think would be of interest to them, whether that's a new, you know, product, a new tech product, a new, whatever, whatever their industry is, um, you could send them articles on that and just don't be like, Hey, like thought you, you know, you might've missed this. Think you would, um, really appreciate it. It's kind of in line with what you're doing or, or something like that. But yeah, like Janelle said, totally agree with that. Um, if there's any way you could provide value upfront, especially if it's the playing that, that work, working for free. Um, card, I think would be really beneficial. So to not just, you know, reach out and ask for advice. I think that's really helpful. Yeah, totally. Okay, cool. So basically step one, try some things in your free time, try lots of things, see what you like, see what makes you feel on fire. And then after that, after you've tried a lot of things and find something that really speaks to you, then start to reach out to people in that industry, build your network. And I think it's important to always remember that you don't have to stay anywhere forever. So if you try a knitting gig or something, I've never said that before, knitting gig, but you know, it's the example. Um, and say you love that for that time and maybe your career will continue down that road. Maybe you'll meet someone else that launches you into textiles or something like that. That's more of a parallel. And then you'll understand your road later on. You'll be like, Oh, okay. That's why I had to, you know, go to that knitting group in order to meet that person or to uh, get in touch with that person who does textiles. And now I have this awesome textile job or whatever. Mm. You never know how the dots are all going to connect, but you just got to take some little baby action right now. Right. Yeah. And I think, um, I think just that I kind of ideal, and I think that was something we might talk about is the kind of progress over perfection. Um, Just incremental progress every single day means everything so if that's you know sending one message or one email to um to someone on linkedin like it it could it doesn't have to be these these massive steps every single day as long as you're making consistent progress over time that'll that'll add up into um into into something really valuable so don't think that you have to take these like massive moves immediately um just start just start something small I love that. Yep. Something small today and repeating something small every day makes a lot bigger of a difference than just doing it once a week and doing it a lot of it once a week, but then getting burnt out or not doing it again for another month or two. Um, kind of, I mean, it's the same idea of working out. It'd be better to work out every day for 30 minutes a day than to work out two or three hours one day a week, you know, Mm -hmm. thinking about that progress. So I love that. Such good advice. Cool. Progress over perfection. Perfection. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, speaking about progress over perfection, um, mm. I always want to make podcasts as relatable as possible for everyone listening. So I'd be curious to know what some of your biggest struggles have been since you started all of this two years ago. Yeah, totally. Do you want me to kind of relate it to progress? 
Um, yeah, I mean, it can be in relation to progress or it can just be like, I mean, you made progress over the yeah. last two years, obviously, because you launched your product and it's doing yeah. really well. Um, but probably it hasn't been perfect along the way. So what are some of the big struggles that have happened throughout being an entrepreneur and launching this, this amazing company? Yeah, definitely. So actually, so I wanted to touch on that because that was one of the struggles. And I think it's something that I still kind of deal with um, is perfectionism. And I think a lot of it, it, it definitely ties into, you know, what you're trying to create. So when I graduated and I had a lot of mentors at school and they were mentoring me on the product and just go to market strategies, um, they would tell me, you know, you have to get this, like, you need to get this out like ASAP. You, you have to get it out right now. And I had the vision for the type of brand that I wanted to build um, and the type of product. And it definitely was not there. It was definitely not there. And so you'll, it, it, you'll definitely have a lot of different opinions because some people will say, Hey, just launch it. And then other people will be like, no, like, you know, take the time, like be detailed oriented. You know, I think a lot of, um, aspects of the product, they all came from, you know, having that, that attribute and just being detail oriented. So at the same time, I think there's a line that you need to draw to where you're like, okay, this is, you know, this is close enough to what I want, close enough to what I envisioned. And now, you know, I'm ready to take action because it'll never be exactly, you know, what you want. Um, there's always going to be, you know, something that you think you could add or improve or pivot. There's just always going to be something, something small. So I think it's just recognizing when that time is and not using perfectionism as, um, you know, an excuse to, to keep delaying action. Um, yeah. it's, it's a very, yeah. And it's a, it's an easy trap to fall into. And I've, I've definitely fell into that a lot. Um, and that kind of ties into, you know, just making that, that incremental progress as well. Cause that could, that could definitely slow down, um, consistent progress. If you're just trying to look for perfection, it's like, you could have all the tools right there. You just, you just have to use those tools. Um, I would say another big thing, obviously financial. Um, I think that's something that just about everyone can relate to no matter where you are, your age, where you are in life. Um, when I just graduated at the time, I mean, I had a lot of college debt. Um, I was working two jobs and so I was trying to just survive to be honest and figure out, you know, how, how I'm going to make this, this happen if, you know, 60, 70, 80% of my income is, you know, going to, to rent and, and bills and utilities. And so it was definitely difficult to, to kind of figure that out. And I'm still figuring that out. Um, so I what, what has been like, you were working on creating loom and then what were you doing on like, what was your other job or whatever that was paying the bills more or less? Yeah. So when I, when I first graduated, I was working two restaurant jobs. Oh, okay. Um, two restaurant. So that, so really three jobs cause you were working loom as your like project and then you yeah. were working at two different restaurants. Yeah. So I was, I was doing that during the day and I mean, some days I would get, it would be, you know, eight, eight to 10 PM, like 8 AM to 10 PM. And, um, I would just have to, to come home and, and work on loom from, you know, 10 to, to one or 10 to two. Um, and I did that for a while and it was just kind of, I was just kind of in that spot where I really didn't have an option. So that's what I kind of had to do. Um, I did that for close to like six to six months, six to eight months. And then I got a job at a, a startup company in down in Solana beach. Um, I was still working restaurants, um, a few nights a week at night to once again, to just help pay the bills. So it was definitely a tough constraint because I mean, similar to you and, and you've probably felt this and maybe you guys as well. It's like when you start something, every dime you make, you know, you should want to put into it. You should want to put into your product project. So finding a way to, to really make that happen 
can definitely be difficult, but I think it really just comes down to working it's and finding the time. And how much do you want it? And exactly. And how, and how bad do you want it? Because if, if you really do, you know, you'll find that even if it's two, three hours a day, like you'll find that time you'll wake up a, a couple hours earlier or you'll go to bed a couple hours late. Like you'll definitely, you'll find the time. Um, but I think the the financial struggle is definitely in, in having a lot of credit card debt. Um, that's something that could, you know, affect you on a, on a daily basis, just having that in the back of your head that, Oh, I have all this debt. Like, you know, I'm, I'm really confident in the project, but at the same time, you know, there's always that chance that it could, it could fail and things might not work out. And then what am I going to do if that happens because of all this debt that I accrued to, you know, bring this project to life. Um, so it's definitely, you're not alone. If, if you have those feelings, they're, they're very apparent. Yeah, totally. And I think pretty much anyone in America can probably relate to that, but especially entrepreneurs and people who are starting a company. Um, I think that it's pretty normal to, mm-hmm. to be in debt. And like, it's not, this is not us sitting here being like, get into debt and, you know, yeah, start a project. It's not that it's not, um, it's not exactly the best way to go, but sometimes it's the only way to go in order to create this passion project. And if you believe in your passion project enough, it's going to come to life and it's all going to be worth it. And those two or three hours early in the morning or those two or three hours late at night where you are, you know, quote unquote, grinding away, which I kind of hate that term, but where you're working on your passion project, um, even though like, yeah, when Travis is talking about it, it's like, whoa, dang, that's crazy. But if you were working on something that you loved, you would be willing to do it too. So it's really about finding out what you love to do and what your why is behind it. Because if your why is big enough, then those two to three hours a day after working long hours at the normal job, the putting things on credit cards for a while, Um, all those things are worth it because you know that there's something bigger and better around the corner, um, Mm -hmm. and keeping that long-term vision in mind. Definitely. Um, and I think that'll, that'll really help, help carry you if you could always revert because you're going to have those times when it feels like nothing is going to plan and, and whatnot. But if you keep that, that vision and, and wake up with that and try and wake up with that every day with, with that powerful why, then it'll, um, it'll make all those problems seem kind of second to to everything else. Wait, quick interruption. What is that really famous boxer's name who has a movie on Netflix? Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. Yeah. Yeah. Frankie and I watched that, um, New Year's day and we got like so amped on life watching it, but, um, just to go kind of hand in hand. And once again, I'm not, I, I truly believe that being financially free and not having debt is the way to go a hundred percent, but it does go to show like Conor McGregor was like thousands and thousands of dollars in debt. And he was getting all these letters from um, like creditors and even like the government, like he was living in this crappy little apartment with his girlfriend and he just believed so much in his dream. And if you guys haven't watched this, I'm not like, I mean, I like fighting, but I'm not some like huge you know, boxer or something or MMA person, but like this movie amped me up on life. And I was like, what? Like he's so inspirational. And he went from having like all that debt and all that stuff. And he believed in his dream. And he always said like, I, I know that my dream is going to come true. I'm working hard for it. He woke up every day and would be spending hours and hours and hours working on his fighting. And now he is like one of the richest people in America and yeah. I'm sure that he has paid off all of that debt. No problem. <laughs> oh yeah. And, and way more. He's, I think he has his, his green Lamborghini at the end of the, the documentary that he's trying. Right. About. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. He's, he's doing okay. And he yeah. kept his dream in mind the whole time. <laughs> that's so, that's so funny. You, you brought that up. That that's one of my favorite documentaries. Really? Yeah. It's yeah, no, it so really inspirational. Is. You're like, come on, let's go. Right? He's awesome. So and just cool. the, the fact too, I mean, he, he talks about that a lot too with, with visualization. That's something, I mean, there was like a whole segment on, on how he visualizes. Um, 
like before he goes into a fight, he'll, he'll visualize from A to Z, you know, everything that he thinks his opponent is going to throw at him and how he's going to react. And he plays out that whole story in his head before each fight. Um, he also did the same thing. Like you were saying, he was, he was broken. He was driving a, a little crappy car around. And I remember, I'm not sure if it was in the document, it might've been in the documentary, but he, he definitely talked about this on another uh, podcast or YouTube segment, but he would basically be driving in his car every day and he would visualize, you know, his, he would visualize himself driving his, his dream car, even though he was in this like piece of crap. Dang, that's and, cool. Yeah. And he, he just would do that, you know, every single day and um, just, you know, visualize where he wanted to be, where he knew he was, he was going to be like visualizing, like it already had happened. Yes. I think that was so cool when he talks about that. It's like, and your brain scientifically your your brain can't tell the difference from something you visualize whether or not it's it's fake or reality so if you train your mind into visualizing you know accomplishing your dream or accomplishing a, a certain goal or task at hand your brain doesn't know the difference if that actually happened in real life so it'll actually like guide you towards that that's amazing yeah i have my clients do um something in their morning routine. It's one of the mindset modules that I do with my clients. And it's all about speaking things into existence as if they've already happened and visualizing them. And um, I'm a huge believer in that. And I always have my clients write it out like, I'm happy and blessed that. And you write the same thing every single day, um, something that has not yet come true, but you say it as if it's already come true. Exactly. And it's so powerful. And not only does it change, I think, your subconscious brain, it just holds you to a high accountability to be like, okay, what action am I going to take on that? And right. um, it's, it's twofold for sure. The subconscious and the conscious are both being uh, affected by that visualization. Definitely. Definitely. Cool. All right. Well, you've shared two of your biggest struggles with us. What is your third biggest struggle um, since launching your company and becoming an entrepreneur? Yeah, definitely the the big third one. And this is this is something that me and Janelle have talked about a lot just personally over the, the past few months. Um, because I, I feel like she does a, a really great job at it. And it's something that I've been struggling with um throughout this, you know, this past couple of years. Um, but I've really seen how she just, she, she has, she has her stuff together and that's around having a work life balance. And I think as an entrepreneur and, and just for anyone who's trying to to start their own thing, it gets, it's, it's very tough to find that, especially like what we were talking about before. If you're working, you know, a nine to five or an eight to five to, to pay your bills and, or provide for your family and support. And, you know, you need those, those three, four hours at night to, to work on your, your side hustle or your, or your passion project. It's that line gets very blurred and it can be, it can, it can be difficult to try and, you know, find a way out of that. Sometimes it's, I mean, I, I fell into that to where I was just working seven days a week. I stopped seeing my friends, um, I mean, my family's back on the East Coast, so I didn't really have much family time. And it, it just kind of perpetuates. And it was, it was easy for me to, to never want to take a break, but it just led to, to burnout. And being on mentally 24-7 was just not healthy. And finding after talking to Janelle too, it's like finding, even if it's one day a, a week, if that's, you know, and you could pick it if that's every Sunday where, you know, you really lay off work, you do, you do self-help, you, um, you work out, you, you go do yoga, you, you surf, you hang out with your friends or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your family and, and really just take that time to, for, some much needed self-care, even if it's one day a week, um, is a huge help. And you'll, you'll notice that when you do those things that you're way more productive that following week than if you were on every single day. Um, but once again, it's like, it's, it's trying to find that balance. So that, that's something that I've been trying to work on. Um, especially with relationships, it could have a big toll on relationships when, 
like I was trying to spend as much quality time as I could um, with my girlfriend and just always at the same time having that conflict with always feeling the need to just work 24 seven. And I just got to the point and that's kind of when I, I was talking to Janelle a few months ago and just got to the point where I was like, you know, this isn't healthy anymore. And I feel like you'll, you'll know when you get to that point because you just, you feel tired, you feel drained, you're not as motivated as you used to be. And, and I realized that was happening to me and I knew that I had to, to make some sort of change. So it's, it's definitely, I think for me that, that, that third struggle would be to, to finding that work life balance. Wow. Thank you for being so vulnerable, Travis. That's huge. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. I think work-life balance, especially with um, relationships can take a huge toll. And, and like Travis said, we talked recently on the phone and just talked about like, what does it mean to turn off your brain and be okay with not working and be okay with not achieving for a little bit. And I had a conversation with a client this morning on the phone, even about her feeling burnt out. And I think in the life we live and the generation that we're in right now, burnout is huge because with Instagram and YouTube and all these places where we can watch all these people who are working hard towards their dream, we often feel like we're not doing enough and we feel like I just need to do more and do more and do more and do more. And ultimately it comes down to realizing your worth is you are fully worthy as a human being even if you do absolutely nothing, even if you sit on your couch, even if you have the most mediocre job in the world, nothing can add value to who you are or take away value from who you are because value is intrinsically located inside of you and you were born with it. And I think the sooner that people realize that they are worthy and they don't need to prove themselves Mm -hmm. through money or through success or through entrepreneurship or through a body or through a certain relationship, you are complete just as you are. When you realize that you realize you can, you can take a step back and you can breathe and um, it's okay to say no to some things. It's okay to set boundaries. It's okay that sometimes you say no to work because you're going to, work on your relationship and ultimately that matters a lot more at the end of your life to look back and look at the relationships and the the love and the friendships that you've created over the years than knowing you created millions of dollars. And I think we all know that in theory, but then practicing it on a day-to-day basis can become harder because we think that the the relationships we have will always be there. Um, But just like Travis said, he was experiencing a place where he had been working so much that his relationships really started to to fade and started to dwindle and started they all started to take a toll and so the way to be proactive on that um obviously you can wait to that point and be like oh dang something bad is happening i guess i should probably take a day off of work each week and and focus on my relationships and and my relationship with myself um or you could you could start with that practice at the beginning, knowing this, right? Like knowing the information that Travis and I are telling you right now and being like, okay, I promise myself that I am going to take even four hours off on a Sunday or even the whole day off on Sunday. Maybe it's a whole weekend is what you need. Mm-hmm. But learning to set up boundaries and taking time off is so crucial for your longevity because slow and steady wins the race. Yes. I, I always have to come back to that because I'm impatient. I want more. I want to you know, I want a huge company. I want to be speaking on huge stages. I want best-selling books. I want so much. And yet I know that that will come with time as long as I continue to take these small steady steps forward. And if I put too much pressure on myself to be at a certain place at a certain time, um, it ends up stealing all the joy from it. And it ends up making it more about money and success than it is about changing lives. And that's really what we're in the business of doing is, is helping people and changing lives. Right. No, it really is. And, and we talked about that too. It's like when you get to those, to those certain points of, of burnout, I think the, your why can start to change and it could morph into, you know, I have to prove that I can do this whether, and a lot of times it's not, I could, you know, I want to prove this to myself. It's like, I want to, 
prove this to to my friends and, and my family and just you know everyone around me and it's just it it, it doesn't provide happiness um but like you're saying, yeah, when you find that within yourself and then you're really doing things, you know, for you and to, to help other people, um, it, it becomes a lot more just on a daily basis, a lot more exciting and you have a lot more energy and you're just overall happier. Um, right. And also, and this is the last thing I'll say on this, but knowing that the people who are closest to you are often the ones who get forgotten. And so in the mission to change the world, help all these people, make all the difference. Um, even if that is your motive and that's awesome, don't forget about the people closest to you because they need love and they need, they need affection and they need time and they need energy in order for them to feel good about themselves. So yeah, you can think on a macro scale about helping hundreds or thousands of people, but also think on a micro scale of the people, the very closest to you that you love spending time with and spend time with them and don't take for granted their existence in your life. Yeah. I think that's, that's powerful. Yeah. Cause you always cool. think like, you always think they'll be there. Right. Especially yeah. with family. It's like, Oh, you know, they're, they're always going to be there. But I mean, people, people grow older. They're, you know, time moves faster than you think. So it's, you really have to, to nourish that and to, to cherish those, those people in your life that really matter to you. Yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. All right, Travis. Well, in wrapping up, I I want everyone who's listening right now to walk away with one solid action step. So what action step should every individual listening right now implement after listening today? So one of the biggest things for me, I think it's understanding uh, perspective. I think that's huge. I think that's something um, that I wish I did a little bit earlier with you know, when you're, when you're going throughout and just, and starting this process of whatever it is, your side hustle or your dream or your passion, knowing the things that you're going to be dealing with on a daily basis, both, you know, physically and mentally, um, being prepared for those and knowing that those are completely normal. So that was, I think a huge, uh, shift for me when, when I first started, you know, I didn't realize how stressful um, things would be and, you know, how, how I was going to handle and, and just, and, and do with all the kind of the daily, um, fires that you're, you're putting out. And I think that if you know that from the start and know that when you're feeling those things, that every other person who's trying to do what you're doing is also experiencing that it can help, it can help make things a lot, um, a lot less stressful and kind of more, more relatable and, and more humanized in the sense that it's like, okay, like this isn't just happening to me. This hap- this is happening to everyone who's trying to do, you know, who's, who's trying to go after their dream or trying to go after um, whatever they're trying to accomplish. And I, I think just knowing that those feelings are completely normal will really help you along the process. Um, so that would actually be there's, there's many, but I think that is actually huge. So, so the action step is basically just taking a hold of your mindset and saying like, when you're starting to feel crazy, being like, I'm normal, this is okay. Like be patient. Like, is that, is that what you're saying or? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's more so just to know that that's normal and that other people are going through the same exact thing and that, you know, you're not alone, like in that process. Yeah. I love it. Um, it's not like super measurable, um, but it's so important because yeah. we don't take the time to be kind to ourselves or to build ourselves up or to have the perspective of realizing it's going to be okay. You know, be kind to yourself right now. Yeah. Things will get better and keep working hard. Yeah. Just keep, pers- keep persevering. Yeah. I love it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Travis, for being on the Next Level Confident podcast today. It was such an honor to have you. And, um, it's just your brain is awesome. So thank you for sharing that with us. No, I really appreciate you having me on the, on the show and, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, con- we'll continue this definitely. A hundred percent. All right, you guys. So go over to Instagram and go to at eatloom.co and order yourself some of this awesome supplement granola. Um, it is beautiful aesthetically. It is so delicious. It is good for you. Um, 
yeah, made in San Diego, San Diego based company. So yeah, you guys should definitely check it out. I think you'll really enjoy it. I know I love it. And like you've heard today, Travis has a huge thing going on where he's trying to help people. So know that by supporting this, you're not only helping this company, but you're also helping yourself. And that's one of the most important things you can do for yourself. So thanks for listening, you guys, and have an awesome rest of your day. All right. Thank you, guys.